because we got the alternative energy right. molecular free autonomy and welcome to the radioactive show produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the community radio network over the weekend of September 15th to 17th 2017, the 20th meeting of AMFA, the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance, was held on Ghana land near West Beach in Adelaide. I'm Emma Crunch and it was a privilege to be at the 20th AMFA and this is the second show of recordings from that gathering. My co-radioactive show producers, Michaela Stubbs, made these recordings and AC Hunter edited them. Thanks team. So today's show is from one of the closing sessions of AMFA called Celebrating the Winds and specifically here discussions and memories about the wind to save the country around Makati near Tennant Creek in the Northern Territory from a nuclear waste dump. Longtime nuclear-free organiser Adam Shara hosts the discussion with two amazing women who are from the country around Makati young rap artist and activist Kylie Sambo, and Arnie Isabel. We open now with a poem from Arnie Isabel. Um, first of all, I'd like to um, thank um, AMFA for the um, 21st, our 21st of anniversary. Um, of the, and I'd like to be here to share with families and friends. And... Now that we are fighting for one thing, it's the nuclear waste. And, um, Makati, um, the nuclear waste was started on two, um, 2008, and I jumped on board on 2009 with my mum, Miss Nabrula. Um, she told me about what's happening, about this nuclear waste being dumped at Makati. So I came up, so I started writing a poem, and I got one here now. It's a caring for country. We are Aboriginal people of Australia. We belong to this country. This is our land, Aboriginal land. Our ancestors were here for thousands of years. They are the keepers of knowledge, which is then passed down to generation. We make a bush medicine from grass, leaf, and roots from tree. Our people don't go to the hospital to be treated. We use the medicine from the land to treat our people. We hunt for bush tucker, like goanna, turkey, kangaroo, and fruit, like berries and plum. We know the time of the season when the animal gives birth and multiply. Our people don't go to the supermarket to buy, buy food. Our land was our supermarket. We dig up dry sockage for water because we know how to find water in this big land. We don't have pumps or big missionary to build more. If the nuclear waste will be passed or laid down on our country, we will not survive on the land. This will destroy the living things such as the plant, the animals, bird and reptile will all die out. The water left behind the earth 
will be poisoned. We are the traditional owner of this land. We say no to nuclear waste. You're listening to The Radioactive Show, produced for 3CR Community Radio on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri peoples in Nam, otherwise known as Melbourne. That was Arnie Isabel sharing a poem at the 20th anniversary meeting of the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance. Let's turn now to a chat between Adam Shara and Kylie Sambo, reflecting on the struggle and ultimate defeat of the waste dump at Muckety Station near Tennant Creek. This was a seven-year struggle that culminated in the Federal Government and Northern Land Council pulling out of a Federal Court challenge in 2014. I just wanted to ask you, as a young, well, emerging already leader, how did you become involved in the campaign? Um, I was about, well, I don't remember how old I was, but I was in high school. Um, When I first heard about the nuclear proposal, I was on a trip a school field trip out to a local mine just not far from Turn Creek. On the way back, I've heard on the radio they were discussing about where they're going to put a nuclear waste dump in the Northern Territory. And at the time, I heard they said Makari. And Makari is my grandfather's country. So I was concerned. I went home and I told mum. And mum said, uh, yeah, your uncle came around and spoke to me about that. You know, we got... we um, A lady's coming to speak to us, and which was Nat. And... Um, so, like, I was really, wasn't involved much. I was still at school, you know, still studying. And then at one point, my uncle pulled me apart and said, you know, pulled me aside and said to me, you got, you got to come on board. You got, to, you got to speak up for your grandfather's country. You know, you're young, you're active, you need to go out and you need to do something. And that's what, um, that's why I came involved, because my, my uncle was keep pushing me and, I, and said to me that I needed to go with my sister, you know, and, and carry on this fight. And um, as I did, um, I, I never really had time to prepare myself to, to go out and speak to people. Had you done um, that before? I've never done it before. And um, the first trip that I went to, I thought I was just going to go and check it out and see how things work. Mm-hmm. But then my sister was like, oh, yeah, um, I'd like to introduce my little sister too. So I went up <laughs> on stage and I was like, oh, what are I going to do? And what are I going to say? And then all, all of a sudden, that next minute I know, I was just speaking from my heart and it was just flowing. May I ask you about that, about speaking? Uncle Kevin describes it to me that sometimes we don't sleep when we're together and it comes through you, not from you. Did you feel that? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. It's like your cultural voice and your lineage coming through you to yeah. protect country? Yeah, so it's just most like um, the spirits were, were going through my body and they were speaking it's from true, me. Eh? It's and they were true. just using that voice that I have. You know? Yeah, and you found your voice. Yeah, I did. And what were the personal challenges? Because you were young, right? How old were you? I was 15 when I, when I started joining. Um, um, that's when I wrote my Makri track and um, went viral apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, when, um, it was hard for me because I had school and I had my family who was begging me to you know, go out and, and speak to people on their behalf because mm-hmm. they weren't able to do so because most of them were sick and, and couldn't travel and were too old, and um, so and my sister didn't have much anyone to go with her mm-hmm. to these places 
that she hasn't been before, so I had to go with her. And even though I haven't been there, and I've been introduced to this other world that I never even knew that exists, but it was in my country. Mm. You know, I, I went from seeing the desert to going to big buildings where I had to look so far up. You know, or I was standing on one of those buildings looking so far down and my feet were sweating, you know? Yeah, it's, like, it's I don't know any, power, any, culture anything. shock, yeah. yeah? Culture shock. And then at, at the end of the year, you know, it's, it's hard f- for kids who go to school because that's when most of them have to hand in their work in high school. How and did you do that? Did you do that? Yeah, I did. I, I've tried to juggle, you know, going to this um, culture that we have every end of the year our very own, and mm. then trying to deal with school at the same time mm. and also have that worry on top of my head because my, my um, elders are telling me that these people are going to come here and they're just going to dump a waste dump in my land. Now, how, does, how do you think a 15-year-old young girl is supposed to react on that? So, of course, I was, I was you know, not going to school. I think the whole of Australia back, saw know. and heard how you reacted to that <laughs> yeah. in your track. Yeah, and so... I thought, how am I going to get to younger people? Because, you know, everyone else is listening to all old people and they know, you know, and they, and they follow old people, but how, gonna, how are people going to follow me, you know? So then I started thinking, oh, yeah, I've got to target them people who are the same age as me. So what I did, I'd, I'd done a twist with the rap, you know, make sure people know that where I come from. And this important part of our culture, right? Yeah. Rap is a part of our contemporary culture yeah. and our storytelling way, hey? Yeah. So the track was powerful for you to communicate to our youth yes. and your youth in your, yeah. on your country, yeah? Yeah, and that's how I felt most comfortable telling my story is through my music than to be speaking out and, um, yeah. So we call this creative resistance, hey? It's yeah. powerful. Yeah, it's yeah. powerful, right? Especially if it's coming from the heart and everything comes from the heart if it, if, if it involves your culture and your land. Because that's the one that builds us together and keeps us strong. If we don't have our land, if we don't have our culture, what are we then? You know? Marketing. Start listening. We don't want nothing to come to LA. Start listening. Marketing. 
I used to chill back at my hometown. Now I'm bound to lead on my young crew. Selling your land isn't tight. Let's get together and fight for our rights. Planting your poison in our land just to get some cash in your hand. You're drilling a hole right through my soul, right through my soul, right through my soul. Don't waste a territory. This land means a lot to me. Been living here for centuries. This place we call marketing. Don't waste the territory. This land means a lot to me. Been living here for centuries. This place we call marketing. This is the Radioactive Show, and we just heard Kylie Sambo's track, Muckety, which she wrote while fighting a radioactive waste dump on her country, and it became like the anthem of that fight. The voice speaking at the beginning of Kylie's rap is that of Diane Stokes, who was another staunch fighter against the waste dump, and travelled around the country to spread her story. Let's return to the conversation between Kylie, Adam and Auntie Isabel at the 20th meeting of the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance held on Ghana country in Adelaide. May I ask you, um, I was in the region the day we got the news. What did that mean to you and to the old girls and the old people? Can you describe the feeling yeah, um... of when that decision was handed down? And for everyone that doesn't know... I believe an integral part of that decision process was your people proving their continued cultural connection to the land in front of the judge, yes? Yes. Mans and women separate yep, cause on like, their country. I had, I had, um, during the court, court hearing, I, I was in Melbourne for a week right. and then we came back to Tennant Creek for uh, well, a couple of days in Tennant Creek and a couple of days out at, out at Muckety. That's where we had a court case and... Um, I thought we were all getting ready to go to Darwin, but then Nat turned around from Tea Tree and came back and mum was, my mum came to the door and she's like, we won, we won. I'm like sitting, what did we win? You know? Um, and mum and everyone else was screaming, jumping out and they was like, we won, we won. I'm like, what did we, won? What did we, what, what did we win? And then mum was like, there's no, there's no dump that's coming here. There's no nuclear dump going near your grandfather's country. And then we were all screaming and singing out. And I was the only one that was quiet because it was still a shock to me because then what do I do next, you know? Yeah, we're going to party up, but then after the party, what are we going to do after that, you know? <laughs> well, that leads me to my next question. Like, since the win, like, what are the challenges you face now in your community because it doesn't end, because that takes time away from family and community, yes? Yeah, because... To fight that, these struggles. Yeah, because um, after, after um, we've won and everything, we have to try and build our family back together now yes. because our family been split apart yes. because of what the government bring in and traumatise our people with, you yes, know, bring, 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 yes. and then they take, take, take. Like, what the heck are they, what the heck are they doing? And let's like, recognise you know? that. And These Aboriginal people yeah. spend years away from country and family, right? Yeah. You all do. And then, you know, the community have to build back each other again and, and um, have to talk and educate each other. And, and you know, people are asking, oh, what are you going to do next? What's, what's the next step for you? Like, are you, is this all settled now? And I'm like, no, nah, it's not settled because, settled because even though it stopped here, what about them other Gundram and Asmogay right around this town, uh, right around this Australia, you know? From, like I always said, from the desert to the sea, we used to meet. We made peace until they made those 
on borders and they them just totally shut us out from each other. Thank you. So you see that your your obligate you feel your obligation and your work truly began with Makati and is ongoing? Yeah. For you? It it started with Makati and it's gonna finish with the rest of the world. Honey, um, Isabel, sister, would you like to speak about... um, Can you remember when you first came to this fight and struggle? How did you hear about it? Yeah, like I said, by my um, my mum, Mrs Nabrula. She she told me about it and then I got a a jump on board with her in 2009 and from there, since then, I was with her till eight years then... Um, till the, till we won. And can you tell me about... I recognise your mother's tireless work and the years she spent away from community and the old girl spent away from community. And I wonder if you want to speak briefly about her, if you can, if you're allowed to, culturally, and the example she set. Um, yeah. the, um, she keep telling me and and my my sister Penny that if she's gone with the ear to help other people around Australia, um, just go and help them out, fight against nuclear waste. Because that's true. Her, when I met her, her vision was not just for Muckety; it was for all of Australia. Yes. Same way you just spoke, you feel your obligation is to all your people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because of her. Yeah, of her. Because of her. Because of her. Yeah, so this is her legacy working through you. Yes. And I feel this thing too because she gave me skin. This strange thing. Can you speak more to her, please? Yeah. Um, yeah. She's my grandmother um, from my father's side, and um, she was a really big part of my life because she, I believe that she, she was the one that actually drived that campaign for Makati Mob because she had that really strong, strong voice and, and said, you know, one time she said that she will put herself in front of a truck if that truck comes there to Makati. And that stayed with us. And she said that at court in front of them people, in front of the lawyers, even the so-called judge. Because her country, what, her country is, was and is her life. Huh? Yeah. And, and um, at one point during, during our fight, um, I had this um, breakdown where I, I didn't want to go and wanted to go out and travel and, and speak to people, you know, have that speaking tour and everything. I, um, but then she, put, she came to me and she's like, nah, Nambin, you got to go. You have to. You know, this is your grandfather's country. She, he left it for me, now I'm passing it down to you. All the knowledge and all the tools that you need for your culture but before you take your culture, you've got to look after that land that feeds the culture to you. Yes. So may I ask you, as, as a leader, what do you feel is next for AMFA? And I see that we almost have a youth coalition coming through, may I say. And I see that rap is integ- was integral to you finding your voice. Do you see that as a way for our youth to also find their voice for the movement? And would you be interested in being involved in that? 
if yeah. I might be so bold. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in being involved, but like I said, I don't like to be called a leader. I want to move as one with the crew instead of just me in the front. We all move at so once. as a circle. We all go and move as one. You've been hearing recordings from the Celebrating the Winds session at the 20th meeting of AMFA, the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance. And the final A of AMFA does stand for Alliance, which is the backbone of this organisation that's led by traditional owners who support each other in their fights to protect country and are joined by NGOs, collectives and individuals who've responded to their call for justice and a nuclear-free world. So let's hear the recollections about the Muckety win from Nat Wosley now, who has worked with the Beyond Nuclear Initiative and fought tirelessly against the Muckety waste dump. Oh, um, where to start? I think I said this in um, Adelaide a few weeks ago when I came down for an event here looking at nuclear waste dumps where that beautiful No, No, No film was launched to say that the Muckety and the Northern Territory campaign more broadly because we had three other sites before Muckety came in. That was building on the work that the Kungas did. And then we hope that any campaign in the future is building on what happened at Muckety because no-one should feel like they're starting from the start again because there's decades and decades of work that's been done and that's been carried on through ANFAR and just through communities. And the first thing, Kylie was with Paddy at a conference when we heard about the waste dump and they sat down straight away and wrote a statement of support for Adnamatna and sent that through. Yeah, and that's really strong words and, you know, people look at that all the time, Kylie. And um, Kylie, when she was 15, was pretty hard to get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> We'd try and go out for a film trip or a bush trip and it was pretty hard and so it's been more than amazing to see her come along these 10 or more years that I've known Kylie now. And same with all the little ones that have grown up. But I think with Muckety... The community really led it, Old Naparula, and everyone really drove that. And that's what motivated people in the cities to work so hard. You know, we held it on the front line, but it wouldn't have happened without people in all of the cities constantly at the offices of politicians, visiting work sites and talking to people, having rallies, having fundraising concerts, making jumpers, whatever they did, all of that helped to push it across the line. And it's those coalitions from the bush to the city and back again, from the desert to the sea. That's what we need to keep nurturing because yeah, it's, it's from the heart but it's really for the, whole, for the whole land that it happens and it happens together. You know, I'm pretty proud of how we managed to get more and more trade unions involved in the campaign and they're still sticking around. We had resolutions to say that they're not going to unload the nuclear waste at the port, not going to transport it, not going to build the waste dump. All of that stuff only happened when Kylie and Diane and others came to the port and talked to the workers and told their story. So that was a big part of it. And the lawyers knew from the first time they came to Tennant Creek how determined this community was and it was hard work, that court case. And we were all in tears through the whole hearing in Tennant Creek with the lawyers cross-examining and pushing and pushing and pushing people so hard, so hard. And it was horrible. But people stood their ground and I think even though it was hard, people felt really proud of how it happened. And that's, that's why we won. We didn't win the court case. They backed out of the court case. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Today's radioactive show has been reflecting on and celebrating the defeat of a nuclear waste dump at Muckety near Tennant Creek 
And the recordings came from a panel discussion at AMFA, the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance. The Celebrating the Winds panel included Adam Shara, Kylie Sambo, Auntie Isabel and Nat Wasley. You can find out more about AMFA and read the meeting statement from this year's meeting at amfa.org.au. Thanks to my Radioactive Show co-producer, Michaela, for carefully taking these recordings and AC for editing. We will be making more AMFA shows soon, so do stay posted. The track in today's show was Muckety by Kylie Sambo and we'll go out with another poem from Auntie Isabel. The Radioactive Show is produced in 3CR Melbourne on Wurundjeri land and we acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. It is broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. You can find us on Facebook under Radioactive Show or phone 3CR on 03 9419 8377. Our shows can be podcast at 3cr.org.au. I'm Emma Crunch. Thanks for listening and here's to a nuclear-free future. I've done another poem um, after that win we had. Um, it has been one year since we stopped the nuclear waste dump at Makati. Looking back now on how we struggled, it was the hardest. Keeping up was the, was the worst because of the pressure of the land was, would be destroyed. We've, we felt sad, heartbroken, betrayed that the government will put the nuclear waste on our country. And our grief... Uh, and our griefs is for elders who have passed away that help us, help us, but their spirits are here with us today. There is one thing that we have, our culture, law, and family connected on the land. We kept going with the fight until we won our land back. Our heart jiggled with joy and smiled when we heard the good news that government was not going, to, going ahead with the new group waste up on our country. We jump and dance with excitement. What a blessing. We are so happy, so strong, still smiling with pride. Don't give up fighting for your land. In the end, the land will not give, on, give up on you. We will not give up the fight with the nuclear, uh, with the nuclear waste dump on our country or anybody else's country. We believe in the land, the land will believe in you. You know we will be there for you, South Australia. Have you heard about 3CR's national programs? Come and at you on community radio stations around Australia, produced in the studios of 3CR Melbourne. And welcome to another edition of the Radioactive Show. You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. Hello and welcome to Accent of Women. Anarchist Wall this week. Listen to Beyond Zero, global warming science, solutions and action. You are listening to Let the Bands Play. Tune in to Stick Together, worker stories and union news. Grassroots Voices broadcast weekly on the Community Radio Network. negotiate with my native title government or anyone on 
on our culture, on, on our land. You know, if people say, oh, you're going to finish up with nothing, well then so be it. But at least our hearts will tell us that we did not sell out our country and our culture and heritage for a few scungy dollars. Subscribe to 3CR so that your dollars support Indigenous voices and the struggle for land justice. For Aboriginal people, the greatest grief of all is seeing the country destroyed. And somewhere along the line, we have to realise that we don't actually have the right to do that, that nothing we've ever done has given us the right to do that. Now, you know where I stand on this, because I'm so simple-minded, I think we've just got to admit that this is an Aboriginal country. Just do it. Australians love their digital equipment and that's all fine and good because it increases our quality of life but we need to think more carefully about what we're doing when we're finished with it. E-waste is growing at three times the rate of other municipal waste. 3CR Community Radio is dedicated to exploring the issues that affect our future. Because I think it is something we just need to be talking about. 855am Tune in and listen up.